0: i think we have an emergency i think we have an emergency oh my god i love that song uh how are you guys i am back i am so i'm so happy to be back i'm so 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 happy how are you guys i am so did i mention i'm happy i'm so happy to be back I missed you guys. I've been working on a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, A lot of new stuff coming your way. I'm really excited. In the meantime, check out Getting Mental Pod on Instagram and my Instagram, Brenda Sarai Zuniga, same name. Yeah, I'm really excited. And this episode in particular, I couldn't wait to record this episode. I'm going to talk a lot about how to connect with your inner child and how to love your inner child how to start to uncover the ways to do so and when you do you start to heal so much and you start to a not only make better decisions but you end up opening yourself up to a world a new world of possibilities that you didn't even know existed so i'm really excited to dive into that and what sparked all of this Right. I mean, and mind you, in previous episodes, you guys have seen that I've talked about inner child healing and how to connect with that and like heal and love your inner child. I've done self-compassion exercises. Right. I've done all that stuff. But another thing that sparked this for me was I recently went to Shasta again. Uh, I took, I think, five days off and I unplugged completely from social media. I unplugged from my phone, from tech period and it was amazing shout out to my friend Stephen; he has a wonderful property in Mount Shasta and I was up there and I just got lost in the wilderness which is my favorite place oh my gosh I got lost in the woods and when I got lost in the woods I was singing my face off and I learned so many valuable lessons in Mount Shasta like I learned forgiveness for myself I learned how to forgive myself, I learned accountability, I learned commitment. I learned, woo, I learned a plethora of things. And I can't wait to share them with you all. And my only goal is to A, heal myself, transform myself, and hopefully in the process, inspire you guys as well. Because it has completely changed my life. Doing the inner work has completely Changed my life, and I wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing if I didn't work on my mental health. That is a 100% fact. I've mentioned this in so many episodes. I lived in 15 different homes, I attended 11 different schools. I was raised by teenage parents. You know, I had no stability growing up. I had a lot of abuse, a lot of chaos in my household. And again, working on my mental health has allowed me to break generational trauma, it has allowed me to heal, heal generations of trauma and to break those chains for me to not repeat the same behavior that has been holding, uh, my, my self back, that has been holding my, my family it has been holding that just holds so many people back. Right? So again, I'm excited. I'm so happy to be back. And thank you for being patient with me. I know I haven't released an episode in a while. And again, I've been, I've been working so hard behind the scenes on so many different things. And I'm just so happy to finally be back here. And if you guys notice, I redesigned the studio. Tell me what you guys think about it. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. I don't know if I'm gonna keep it, but you know, who knows? But yeah, man, I've, uh, I've had a magical, magical few weeks. And I remember at one point, I drove up to a mountain at the top of it and just got out of my car and just meditated. (laughs) Just meditated as I stared out onto hundreds of acres of land and trees and there was a beautiful lake. And my God, I just was crying. I was just like, man. And I remember I was listening to the song Emergency by Paramore Do you guys remember that song, Emergency by Paramore? If you guys have seen my previous episodes, you guys know how much I love dissecting lyrics in songs, and that song was key in helping me overcome some more childhood wounds, like in relationships, romantic relationships. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, we all exhibit three attachment styles, avoidant, secure, or anxious. There's a fourth, there's a subtype called anxious ambivalent, which is a mixture of anxious and avoidant. And so the anxious wants connection really bad, wants to get close, right? The avoidant avoids it. They're both operating on the same level. They actually both fear intimacy, but they're on the opposite ends of the spectrum and they both display their attachment styles in different ways, but it all boils down to the same core problem, which is fear of intimacy. So I am a reforming, anxious, attached person, as I've also mentioned in previous episodes. So I've worked really hard to transition into a secure attachment style. Now, with that said, there will be times where I'll teeter, you know, where I'll teeter back and then I reel myself back in and I found myself teetering back a few weeks ago. And I remember I listened to that song and I was, it was like phew, light bulb moment went off. And it was the lyrics that really spoke to me. For example, in the part of the song that she says, And you give up every chance you get Just to feel new again. So that to me spoke, of, oh my gosh, you, Brenda, commit, <laughs> you know, like, don't give up right away. Let things play out. Don't be so quick to go, this isn't going to work out and dip. Don't be so quick to do that. Give somebody a chance, you know, give a guy a chance. And there was another part of the song that I mean, oh my gosh, when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, this is my inner child screaming at me," and it went, "If you thought I'd leave, then you were wrong. I won't stop holding on." That was my inner child going, "Oh, I ain't leaving. You think you're getting rid of me? I ain't leaving. So the more you try to push me away, the more I'm gonna cling on to you, Brenda." And this is little Brenda. This is four-year-old little Brenda. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't going anywhere. You gonna love me and you gonna give me attention. I need attention from you. Not anybody else, not any dude, but you. I need attention from you and that's the only way I'm gonna shut up. That's the only way that you're gonna get me to stop nagging you about attention. And it was like, oh my God, mind blown. Another lyric that spoke to me was, "And you you're about to show me love, but you don't know what love is. And I was like, dang, what is love? It's so good. Love takes time, right? And so as someone who's a reforming, anxious, attached person in romantic relationships, the anxious, attached want that that like commitment so fast they want that like security they want that like this is gonna work out it's gonna be this this is gonna go a b c d e f g and this is gonna go exactly how i want it and exactly how i envision it because i need stability and i need this like foundation now and i need to like build this like now i need to know i need to be secure right now about it right and so but that's not how it works and love takes time to build a true love it takes time to get to know someone. And that means having to deal with the uncertainty and going with the flow. And that was a really big moment for me. So yeah, Mount Shasta was so amazing, so healing. I cried so much in the best way though. I mean, there's a lot of release. I was very tired throughout the trip, but yet energized. Internally, if that makes sense, I was energized and I was so happy because I knew that I had now discovered a new level of myself and I've gone deeper with myself and I learned a new level of love and trust. And I just made me feel so good, uh, internally, externally, though, I was exhausted and I was so tired. And, uh, this, this is where I learned forgiveness. This next part, I... Told a friend I was going to meet up with him on my way back down from Shasta. And I really was not feeling well. Now, this was my fault because I should have been clear. And I should have said, you know what? I can't meet up. But I really did try. And at the end of the day, long story short, I couldn't meet up. Because I was exhausted. And I should have just said that. I should have Used effective communication and, you know, communicated that from the beginning. Then I, obviously I was upset because now I let my friend down and all of a sudden though, like four-year-old little Brenda started to panic. And this is when I was like, what's going on? Like, why am I panicking inside? And all of a sudden this wave of, oh my God, we're not perfect. We just let someone down we just let a friend down. We're not perfect. Oh my God. Like all of a sudden this just came about and I was, and I didn't know where, I mean, obviously now I know where it was coming from, but at the, at the moment I was like, why am I freaking out? Then I started to realize, oh, just cause I let a friend down doesn't mean I'm a bad person. You know doesn't mean i'm i'm a and that that's that's what started to trouble me when all this panicking came about because all of a sudden shame came about and then that's when i realized that that stems from my childhood where the love that i received from my parents was conditional so i had to act a certain way in order for me to get love from them i had to you know, be perfect, Brenda, I had to be always, (laughs) uh, I couldn't show any emotion. I couldn't be upset. I couldn't be angry ever. I couldn't, I couldn't say I was tired. I couldn't say I'm exhausted. I couldn't say I really wish I could meet up, but I can't because I'm exhausted and I really have to take care of myself right now. Like that was never a conversation or a topic in my household. And so I've worked very hard on that. But of course I'm human, so I'll teeter sometimes. But but here's the thing. I'll go back to just, I'm human. I'm not perfect. And I want all of you guys to remember that too. We're all human. We're not meant to be perfect because perfect does not exist. You know? And I learned so much in that interaction with myself on the drive home, because when I was first consumed with shame and all of a sudden I'm bad, and I saw my four-year-old self, you know, freaking out, then I saw Brenda, adult Brenda, comfort the four-year-old little Brenda, going, hey, we're not a bad person. It's okay, it's okay to want to take care of ourselves first, but we just got to communicate that next time, you know? But it's okay. and It's actually necessary. And all of a sudden I saw four-year-old little Brenda go, really? Adult Brenda goes, yeah, I got you. In that moment, guys, like, oh man, I'm like trying not to get emotional right now, but in that moment I, I learned what it was to like truly forgive myself. I like felt, this relief. And so that was magical. <laughs> and then for the grand finale of the most magical week ever, I, uh, I come home, I actually went on a couple of dates, our second date was incredible. Really just honestly, one of the most amazing dates I've ever been on. Actually, I'm gonna say it was the most magical date I've ever been on. But and there is a but I noticed that towards the end of the date, I was starting to put up a bit of a guard. I was starting to put up those walls again. And I realized that in putting up these walls, I was trying to protect little Brenda, right? And so I, I even noticed myself starting to act a little different. And by act a little different, I mean, I started to notice that I began to, the convers I began to shift the conversation more on a superficial level, not so much deep getting to know the person, but more of, look what I can do, you know, as far as achievements, accolades, work and all that stuff. And so as I was protecting little Brenda, I remember I went home after the day, it was great. And then the next day I started to hear little Brenda again. And she was like, why hasn't he texted Right. And so I called a girlfriend (laughs) and I was like, dude, what the hell's wrong with me? (laughs) And she goes, can you wait 24 hours? You just had the most magical date ever. I was like, I know this is not me. I know I am fully aware of this. This is not me. This is little Brenda. And she's annoying the hell out of me right now. She won't shut up. My gosh, she's so annoying. She's exhausting. And then I pictured little Brenda. As soon as I said that, I like saw little Brenda going just so hurt. And I kid you not, in that moment, I was like, wait a minute. She's not being annoying. She's expressing her needs. She's wanting me to nurture her. She's wanting me to give her her needs. She's expressing what she needs. She's telling me, she's yelling at me. What she needs from me and what she wants me to do. And again, those lyrics from Paramore came into my head. And you do your best to show me love, but you don't know what love is. And then I was like, oh my God, she's telling me I don't love her. And I do. And so then in that moment, I was like, oh, no, 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 I I got you. And I'm the only person that can give that to her only person no one else because anybody else could be fleeting it's not a stable secure thing the only thing that's stable and secure is a foundation that I build within myself and in that moment I hugged myself and I told little Brenda I'm sorry you're right thank you for expressing your needs to me I got you and I'm never gonna leave you Thank you for reminding me, because every time you remind me, you put me on the right track. So thank you. So yeah, man, what a magical week. It didn't work out with the guy. Uh, <laughs> didn't work out. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but, but it was a, a beautiful week where I learned forgiveness, accountability, I learned to continue to nurture and heal my inner child. And in doing so, I just open so many more doors to love and different types of love within myself. And every time I do that, I build an even more solid foundation within myself and in the process to nurture her and to give her the needs that she never received growing up. And I have that power. I have that power. You have that power. We all have that power. We just have to recognize it, realize it, and act upon it. So I'm going to leave you guys there. This was very healing for me. I hope that my story and my week inspired you guys to connect with your inner child and start healing those inner wounds that are holding you back from reaching your full potential because We all have a unicorn spirit inside. We all have the potential to be great. We all came here for a purpose. And when we learn to heal ourselves, that's when we can inspire others to do so. We lead by example, right? And if I can do it, you can do it too. All right, guys, I'm checking out. I love you all. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.